He's not dead, but he wishes he was. He's outside, face down on concrete. He can smell the smoke in the air, the burnt plastic. There's the stench of melted cloth and something like cooked meat. And below that, even though it's not raining, there's the thick tang of ammonia or acid. It hurts to breathe. He can hear a thin moaning, a trapped, breathless sound like someone dying. He tries to open his eyes to look round, but nothing moves and the world stays dark. I'm blind, he thinks. Oh, gods, I'm blind. And I can't move. What am I... How did I... It comes back to him in a rush. Behind the blood darkness of his eyelids, he can see himself falling. He can see the explosion that bursts through the windows, throwing him out into emptiness. He can see the way it boiled hungrily upwards around him, belching smoke, red and golden. He can see the way the ground flew up towards his eyes, the power cables that caught him like a net. Yes, the the cable, he remembers that, thin and fiery as a whip, the unbelievable heat as it seared a line through his shirt, welding it to his skin. And then the fence, crater's high boundary fence, hooked outwards, that seemed to stretch up to catch him and claw him to pieces, playing with him like an animal as he bounced and fell and bounced again, raked by the wire, and finally dropped him, letting him drop straight to the ground until... He's here, on the concrete, alive. For a second he's lucid, riding the wave of pain. I got it wrong, he thinks. So much for using the explosion to fake my own death. I've actually killed myself. I may not be dead yet, but I can't see, I can't move. I can't move. A wave of panic rises through him and he's drowning in it, struggling to breathe, his heart shaking him from inside like it's drilling its way through his chest. Sirens rise and blare, deafening him, but he isn't sure if they're real. Please, he thinks, please just stop this, let it be over, let it be over. And his brain cuts out, mercifully, throwing him into nothing. Chapter One Half an hour earlier, Ario had known there was something wrong. At first she'd thought it was paranoia. The place was a sink of flesh and noise, too loud to think, too rank to breathe. It had been a long time since she'd been here and she wasn't used to it. She leant against a sticky wall, watching the bodies heave and glint in the lights, and wished she was outside again. She was grasping her hood tightly and it was sweating against the skin of her fingertips.